When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello, Manifest It Now listeners. Welcome to this episode. I am here with Cassie Parks. And I am here with Ginny Gain. Cassie and I are going to dive into today talking about how to say no. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited to share the really funny example, but first, (laughs) (laughs) Cassie, what is exciting and happening for you right now? So what's exciting is I'm planning just my birthday shenanigans. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm playing with, I'm probably going to book it shortly, is flying into Vegas to go to Cannon Ranch Spa for a day and then just flying home. (laughs) So awesome. I know, right? Just to have that experience. Just to have that experience because that's where I want to go for my birthday. Yeah. And so, yeah, just planning like the whole weekend and, and enjoying and like I'm excited about that. Yeah. We yeah. were there we were there together just not even a year ago. I know, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was awesome. I know. What mm-hmm. yeah. That was like was that like I don't that even was know. October. That... that was last October. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um That is exciting, Cass. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm super excited. It was super fun and yeah, like I love that spot and I love the idea of just like going and enjoying it for the day and sort of the whole like fly in and fly out. Yeah. So I'm excited. What are you excited about? I'm really excited about the retreat that's coming up, the Live Your Truth retreat. So I know we're going to be spending three days together um, in Tennessee, in the mountains, at a cabin, hiking, yoging, meditating, LOAing, workshopping. And I'm just super pumped to meet everybody. So you, you, you develop this relationship with people, you come so close with them, and you've never even met face to face. I know. Yeah. It's like when you and I started working together and then we finally met after like a year. Finally, right? Oh, I feel like it was even longer than a year. I feel like it might have been too. Um, Yeah, it's so fun. So yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And then after that, I'm going to take a few days off for birthday week and go camping and just chill out and be in nature. So it's going to be really, really great. It is. Yay for our birthdays. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. All right. So what do you have for our listeners, Cass? I have a five-day Change Your Money Story Challenge, which you can get at changeyourmoneystorychallenge.com. And it's going to give you really the highlights of why you haven't been changing your money story and why you've been living the same story your whole life and just maybe like repeating it in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also going to open up to manifesting more money because when you change your money story to be, you know, money flows to me or whatever it is, yeah. um, more money flows to you. Absolutely. So we have a running total. Yeah. You get to participate and, um, it's super fun and it's awesome and people are attracting more money and changing their stories. So I'm excited. And you can join that party by going to change your money story challenge.com. And I feel like you can, from wherever you are, you could change your money story. Like you can Absolutely. always have more abundance be coming in. 
Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's what I love about this challenge is that, you know, it is for the person who, you know, might not feel like they have a lot of money at all to the person who's manifested money. They like they can change, you can change your story and there's ways to upgrade it because it's not just like, oh, do this or do that. It's really teaches you how to look at your own words and the story that you're telling. Yep. Amazing. Um, I know. I'm excited. And uh, what do you have for our fabulous listeners? Well, if you guys didn't hear last week, um, the champion mindset came out, just released in stores. Yay! So now you can get your print copy. And as a, a special offer with that, if you purchase um, a copy of that at anywhere, you can do the ebook or you can do the print version. You can go to the championmindset.ca and you can actually access a free course called LOA vibe up. And you just enter your receipt number in there and then you'll get access to that. So that's a 21 day program. That's vibing up. <laughs> Yay. It's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's super fun. I know. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm super excited about our topic. Me too. too. It's going to oh be good. Gosh. Okay, yes. so how to say no. Yes, which is following in line with we did living your truth last week and I wanted to do we wanted to do a follow up mm-hmm. on also speaking your truth because that's a big part of living your truth. Yes. And um, what it comes down to a lot of the time is how to say no. Yeah. And yeah. set those boundaries. And can I just start with what we were talking about, Cass? Absolutely. So Cassie brought up this awesome, hilarious uh, <laughs> quote from Friends that all that applies so perfectly is when Phoebe says, you know, someone asked her to do something. She's like, oh, I wish I could, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> it is, right? It's so perfect. Mm-hmm. And and then I was telling Jenny, like, this is a natural we have this ability in us. We do it as children, right? So right. my my nephew is very much in this stage where everything, it's like, why don't you know, I don't know, why don't you do that? Because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, like, why don't we do this? Because um, I don't want to, right? He's not afraid at all. I mean, it can be any answer from like, why don't you eat to like, I don't know, why don't you, why don't you go outside with me? Mm-hmm. Is like, Cause if I, if he doesn't want to, it's like, cause I don't want to. Right. And <laughs> right? so when did this like become to, to me, oh, my friends start to learn this cause they'll, they'll use this on me now cause I'm yeah. always all about feelings. Right. So when did it become like the fact that we want to, or we don't want to not a good enough reason to do something. I know. I think somewhere where we learn where we become aware of other people's um, reactions reactions or how they feel about it. Like my nephew could care less how I feel about that. He doesn't want to go outside with me. Right. Um, But, you know, as we learn, I think to be more aware of people's um, emotional states or reactions. Mm -hmm. And I think people like sometimes a lot of times our parents tell us in a very well-meaning way, Um, well, you should do that because, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so is good to you. Like I'm that big, will like, make them feel good or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like not big on. Mm-hmm. Like I am the one, like you never, like no kid ever needs to hug me. No kid ever needs to do anything. I'm like, right. nope, you get to own that. Like, yep. you know, and don't tell him it's going to hurt my feelings because it's not. Yes. The day that a three-year-old impacts my feelings, I got a lot of work to do. Right. I think that is one of the biggest places we go off. And I see this with my friends and people around me is, you know, there something happens and their kid says something and, oh, that will hurt their feelings. And I'm like, oh, I mean, if it was 
inconsiderate or whatever. Yes. Right. <laughs> but, but phrasing it in that way, it it's, would almost be better to say, does it feel good for you to say that mm-hmm. instead of making it about the other person, right? And what you're doing to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or you it, get like, you get something like you want, yeah, just like you said, do you want to come out and do you want to go play outside with Cassie? And the kid's like, no, I don't want to. And the parent might say, oh, well, that's not very nice. And right. is it really? Like, I don't think it has anything to do with being nice or not. I think just <laughs> the kid's honoring what he what he wants to do, what he's inspired to be doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This happened, um, like, real-life example. The other night I was over there, and he was sitting in my lap, and we were watching the Minions. And I got up to do something, and I came back. He's like, I don't want to cuddle with you anymore. There's another, and he goes, there's another seat over there. Oh, that's so (laughs) perfect. I know. Right. Yeah. Because you have, like, you know enough, like it's not about you. Right. It's, and that's perfectly okay. And like, as an adult, that's, and that's what I always think about. Like, how am I impacting how they become and think as an adult? And for me, like, I absolutely want you to say that. Like, I don't want you to feel like you have to cuddle with someone because they don't. Right. They're going to feel bad. Right. Yeah. I want you to do it because you do it because we both know, like, when you do it because you want to do it. And this is with anything, children or not, like, it's better and deeper. Like, it's it's not. It's not that great when you do it because you think you have to do it. Yes. Oh. So true, Cass. Like this can be applied to everything we're doing, guys. Like when we talk about inspired action, like it's not that great when you do it for someone else or for another Mm -hmm. reason. Um, And you I'm sure you guys have examples of this in your own life. You know how it feels when you go to your boyfriend's family's cottage because he really wants to versus because you really want to. You know, the experience is so different. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's when you say it's such a simple example too. Like if you're asking someone, Oh, do you want to come sit beside me? And they're like, Nope. (laughs) No, I really don't. (laughs) And so imagine this, like take the different perspective though. When you ask a two year old that fine, whatever, we can let it go. If they say no, we ask our best friend that and they say no. And we're like, well, why not? What's wrong with me? Like, or you ask your partner that, Oh, do you want to stay in and watch a movie tonight? Or do you want to go out together? Do you want to go have dinner together? No. And it's like all of a sudden, it's all about us. Right? Right. It's not yeah. really about you allow it, it it's meant to be about you allowing them to be themselves, but we don't normally do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think in that example, what happens that kind of goes starts going down the rabbit hole is then if you like take that to be about you, number one, and right. then number two, like you stay in instead of go out or you do whatever, you know, you do the opposite do. of, yeah, yeah, when you don't do what you want to do, mm-hmm. right? This is, this conversation and not taking things personally always brings me back to the book, The Four Agreements, because it was, I remember when I first read this years ago and it was one of those things that just stuck with me so much because I'm like, oh, and I still take things personally a lot. I'm working on it, but <laughs> it makes total sense. You free yourself up when you take back your power, when you don't take things personally, take what other people are saying or deciding to do and don't make it about you. 
right? So much more power. Yeah. It is probably the most empowering thing you could do. I don't know what you would call it. Yeah. Tool to apply to your life, I guess. I think just the thing to do, Mm -hmm. right? Is Mm -hmm. like to, yeah. And so, and then, so that's kind of how we get to this place where we don't say no when we don't want, when we want to say no. Right. Right. Is by, is, is, continue, keep going. Oh, it's just by kind of, this is how it happens. But there is this place, I think uh, I want to bring it back to like, we, there was a point in our lives where we knew this, this is not a new concept. Mm, right. This, cool. so this yeah, is, this is not, innate to us. Yes, that's what I, that's the word I was looking for. This is part of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's can be difficult to come back to it or can take some focused attention, but it is our natural state of being. Yeah. 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 And I think that makes it easier to kind of understand sometimes and is that this isn't unfamiliar to us. It's just unfamiliar if we've gotten away from it. Right. Yeah. I remember when I had this kind of big shift. Cause like I can remember growing up and being really aware of trying to fit in and say the right things and mm-hmm. make people like me and like make people happy. And it happened, it came up a lot when friends would ask to do things or, you know, the, a group would be going out and I'm talking like elementary mm-hmm. school. You want to, yeah. you want to come over. And I'm like, Oh, I, I don't, I don't want to come over, but I'd be, I tell my mom, mom, like, can you, make up something that I have to do. <laughs> you <So>. say no. <laughs> Can you say no? Yeah. Like how many times have we done that where it's like, Hey mom, tell me I'm not allowed to tell them I'm not allowed to do this or tell them I have something else to do. Or, you know, you tell your partner, Oh, I can't. Um, you know, my partner has this, we have to go here. Mm-hmm. Like, have you ever made up excuses to get out of something you didn't want to do? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I do not have an example in this moment, but I know I've done it at some point in my life for sure. For sure. Me too. Mm -hmm. And then I went through this kind of, I don't know, transition, awakening or something, empowering. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't have to do that anymore. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because it's okay. Like I'm allowed to take care of myself. And if I don't want to do something, that's reason enough is just because I don't want to. Um, but I remember having those first few uncomfortable experiences where, you know, be sitting around having, this is when I'm older now, sitting around having drinks and someone says, oh, you can, you know, come back to my place. We'll keep this going. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why? Do you have some, do you have something on? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I just want to go home. <laughs> right. But there's, yeah. but you get used to that. Like you're the people around you, then they just get used to who you are. And then if that's not cool with them, if, if it's a big deal, then just like we talked about last week, that's you living your truth. That's you honoring you and people who are meant to be a part of that will naturally stay and people who aren't will naturally go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so true. Um, and it, it be, you get used to saying it like, right. It's, it just becomes the habit to own, like, this is what I want, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the places, an example of where I see this with money mm-hmm. is money becomes like our default to say no. It's like the band aid for this. Oh. And so then, which is not Wait, good because it creates example. a bad story. Give an example. Um, like somebody's like, Hey, do you want to go? Let's just say dinner. 
oh, I don't have the money. I can't afford it. Yeah. I can't afford it. Right. I don't have the money right now. And it becomes the like we you don't actually people don't think about like, do I actually want to go? And can I just say no? Instead, money becomes the default. And right. then it becomes the default for every time you want to say no. I see people get in this pattern. Right. Which is. A, it's not owning your truth. It's not speaking your truth. It like, no, I just don't want to go to that restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and or I don't want to go out tonight or whatever it is. It's not owning that truth, number one. But number two, the more you make it uh, like the more you have to tell the story about not having the money to do it, to justify it. You're like, that's not, not going to have the money. <laughs> yeah. Like you're not going to have the money in all areas of your life. Right. And I see this a lot where it's mm -hmm. the default. You can I can see it like people won't think about it. It's like, oh, I don't have the money. Right. Yeah. I, have right? No, I noticed that as well. People mm -hmm. say, as using that as an excuse to not do something they don't want to do. Are you guys catching right. that? Like, so instead of just, instead of actually tuning into what you want, which is a huge part of, you know, creating your reality, you're just defaulting to that. And then the byproduct of that is you're actually creating that money story. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is true of, there's a lot of actually other where people do this. So, um, you know, it'll be like, no, I have to get up in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that becomes like, there's not an honest, whereas if you were like honest about, and I think it goes both ways, right? It could be that you don't want to go. It could be that you do want to go, but you're not owning that truth. You're like, oh, I got to get up, right? Right. It's just not knowing your, and so then that becomes the story when, and you're not, you're not speaking and you're not actively choosing what you want to do. That's more of a yes, like saying a no when you want to say a yes, but, yeah. um, which, but it kind of ties into this. Yeah. And I think the, like we talked about last week, the energy of you being true to yourself, whether it's a yes or whether it's a no, that's what you're going to be putting out which means that's what you're going to get back. So do you want your friends and your people around you to be authentic with you? Do you want, you know, real conversations? Then you have to be willing to be real with them. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, otherwise you're going to get you're like cuz you don't want them to show up. Like I love like I honestly like if you don't want to be there, I don't I don't want you to show I up. I know. Like I don't want your energy and not because I'm mad or because I think it's going to ruin things. Like I just only want who wants to be there. And so, you know, I had a friend and, um, very much like some of the things are similar to our relationship where you can just be like, no, I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't ask for an explanation and I don't, I don't make it about me. I'm like, okay, cool. See you later. Yeah. Um, well, my favorite cast was when I was visiting you mm -hmm. and you told me this after you're like, I love how you just be yourself. And we're sitting there working on the couches or whatever. And I'm, I just got up and left. Right. Like, <laughs> Got up and left, shut your door, shut your like door. did whatever you wanted to do. Like, and it's, it's empowering because I know it's not about me. Right. And it's like super empowering to have a relationship where somebody's not, because I want to be in your presence and communicate when like, that's what you want and you have to give. Right. And so, I mean, sometimes we need to recharge. Like, I don't know what the reason was. I don't care because mm -hmm. It was what you needed to do. And yeah, I love that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, with this other friend, like she would cancel at the last minute and we were like both okay with that. Yeah. It's 
like, hey, we have planes. I am not feeling it. And there was no, I knew it wasn't about me. I'm like, okay, cool. Do I want to do something or do I want to, like, what do I want to do at this time now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It makes me kind of come to this concept of when you you choose your reaction or Mm -hmm. wait, I said this wrong by trying to get, by trying to say it in a way that's going to make somebody else feel something the way you want them to feel, um, you are actually disempowering them. You're actually saying, I don't trust you to react to, you know, to take care of your own feelings. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to act this way because I think it's going to make you feel better. Right. And if people did that to me, I'd be like, dude, no, be yourself. I only want, like, I, I control me. I do me. Mm-hmm. So you do you. <laughs> right. I'm responsible for what I want. Yeah, yeah. Don't try to, like, when someone tries to do something to make you feel a certain way, and then maybe after you find out, they just like you were saying, you, they didn't want to be there or they didn't want to do that. It's like, oh, that's just like icky. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. So oh. we have to be the example of that. Like now that you guys are knowing this and kind of taking this on, maybe this is a new thing or not, but take it to the next level for yourselves and like be that example. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think the other place I want to talk about this is like the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. Like, cause this is the own personal and this is your FOMO. own truth. And like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so if you have FOMO, like a lot of people say yes because of that. Right. And that's like the example that comes to mind when you're like, no, I don't want to go keep having drinks. Right. There's like this fear that like, well, something fun happened. Will I miss out? Will I not be as connected to those people because I miss that experience. Right. Mm-hmm. And so really speaking your truth is, is speaking it to yourself as well. Like owning, like, yeah, I don't want to. And I can be okay with that. Yeah. So let's use this example. And so what is kind of like the thought process that happens in there? Because I think a lot of us are just reactionary and we don't Mm -hmm. understand that what's actually happening. Like we forgot to ask ourselves the question, do I really, what do I want to do? Yes. I think that's where we get misled a lot because we are not actually asking ourselves that. Right. I think that's, 90% 90% of the time yeah. when someone asks like you to do something, mm-hmm. um, y- most people don't think about it. Right. Right. I can or re- they, yeah, go ahead. Well, I can remember an example just last week. Um, I was having a conversation and I usually know better than this, not better than this, but, um, with one of my friends and she invited me to do something and I was just like, yeah. And then I was like, wait, let me think about it. <laughs> Right. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Let me, let me take the time and ask myself if I actually want to do that. And then I'll give you an answer versus just like, cause the initial reaction was like, I could tell she wanted me to come and wanted me to be there. And I was, so that was my reaction. And then I'm like, wait, (laughs) bring it back. (laughs) Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the same thing, like we're going to get we're going to have the experiences we that are fuller and more deep and real and authentic when we are acting from that place. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is key. Say it again. So we're going to have the experiences that we actually really want, the ones we're desiring when we act from that place. 
versus yes. trying to be something different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. On so many levels, because when you actually want to be somewhere, you're more present, you have more to give, right? When you actually made the choice consciously to be there. Yes, absolutely. Like you, you automatically show up more when you make the conscious choice. Yeah. Totally. And when you say no, you, you have more energy, like you're not wasting energy on things that you don't want to do. Ooh, that's a good one. I was just talking, <laughs> um, we were talking about this on our call last week, how saying no actually frees up space for the stuff you really want. Yes. I was just about to go there. Like, <laughs> then, you know, because if you constantly say yes to things you don't want to do, like you're inviting more stuff you don't want in your life. But when you start to say no and there's space for new things to come in and you start saying yes to those, that's really how you get this life that's full of the amazing experiences you want. Yes. Right. Oh, it's so good. Um, so, and oh, you were, you were speaking and something came up is, when you say no, can you, can you say what you just said? Do you remember? Uh, maybe when you say no, mm -hmm. um, you free up the space. Oh, when, or when you say no, you free up the space and then more things like, and then you can have a, a deeper, better experience that you actually want. And then that creates more of those experiences that you actually want. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like saying no, it, oh, it's something about when knowing it's the best is to say no sometimes. Like you don't have to say yes. Right. <laughs> you know, giving yourself that permission again. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I think giving like giving yourself permission. And I think this is a good if somebody wants like an actionable step mm -hmm. It's just consciously right now say like I give myself permission to say yes or no. Yeah. In any situation, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. And I think the other really important part of this is to ask yourself that question. What do I really want in the moments? Always. Always. What do I really want? Mm -hmm. Not what do I want? Because sometimes when you ask yourself, what do I want? The first answer is like, I don't want them to be mad at me. Right. Right. But it's like, what do I really want? I want to go home and have a glass of wine and yeah. watch Netflix. Right. Or Instead of be at a party. The, maybe the answer is. Uh, I really don't want them to be mad at me. But if you acknowledge that that's what you want, then the energy is different. You're doing it because it's what you want versus what they want, what you think they want. Totally. Yeah. It's so the other thing that comes with this is being conscious and aware of your decisions is you feel empowered because you know you're making decisions in alignment with you and that you are the one in control. Right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. That's good. Love it. I know. Is there anything else that you want to kind of sum up with Cass? So on the topic of how to say no, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that really the only way to do it is to say no? Like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> the only way to say no, like there's not this it's step, to say you know, no. <laughs> right? So I think what so many people want is they want, well, like, how do I say no without hurting someone's feelings? Yes. How do I, how do I explain it? How do I do this? They want that. And the truth is like the only way to say no is to just say no. Yes. And the less words you use, the more powerful it will be for yes. both you, like the speaker and the receiver. Yes. And yeah. when it's what you want, 
you will have the results and the experiences and the reactions that are good, that are going to be best. We just, mm-hmm. have, you know, you just have to trust that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Well, we just have one last thing for everybody. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.